Alright. So, as we all know, I've been recording music for what? About 16 years? Something like that. When I first started going to an actual studio. So y'all remember when No Limit was like crazy hot? Always was a fan and 20 some years later I still am. So at one time I had the idea because I had other people around me who were artists. I thought like, okay, I do this, they do this. She would sound good on this, he would sound good on this. Plus I knew people who made the the beats as well. So I guess around say about 2006 I start running into a lot of people who did this and I start hearing their voice and hearing their work and you know I had this idea why don't I get all these people together the way No Limit did Master P what he did basically was he got so hot around 98 something around that time he was already hot before then, but that was like the pinnacle, basically, for our sales. So what he was doing, he had a team of producers who could make the beats. He had his own studio, and at the time, obviously, he had his own outlet to be able to put the music out. So he he struck so hard when the gate opened up for him that he was basically putting out an album from his camp his group, his label, probably about once every three weeks on average. Not exaggerating. You had some days where two of them dropped it at one time on some weeks, or you may go like a month, a month and a half without one. But that's about it. So it's not like he found the hottest people he can think of. He did, but he also had other people who weren't great artists who were not wonderful so some of it sounded raw some of the guys were more seasoned than others but you get the idea that he was like okay I'm going to exploit this thing and bleed this thing for as long as I can right now because it's open for me the consumers are wanting my product the radio wants it. The label wants it. I'm just going to bleed this thing. And he must have put out at least at least 60 albums in a three, four year span. It was unreal. So I wanted to replicate it. But I saw that things were different. And I couldn't figure out how does this guy get all these people to comply Because what I was running into, people would do scattered work. Like, here, do this verse. Okay, I'll do this verse. I'll contribute my piece on this, that. And I could get songs done. But I couldn't get anybody to cooperate for any sustainable amount of time. Personalities would clash. Seemed like most people wanted to be the man. You had some people who took good orders, some people who did not take good orders. So you'd have some people who would comply and work for a year or two at a time, and some people who would comply for about a month, and then you couldn't get anything else out of them. 
They were just stubborn. It was like they didn't want to be taking direction from me. Basically, that's what it comes down to a lot of times. So I'm thinking, like, how did this guy get all these people under one umbrella, under one idea, and make it work? So this is the thing. For a confused person, for a stubborn person, having resources and options will eventually work against them. See, what he had then that I don't have now, the way the Internet is, anybody can in their mind be Master P. If things don't work fast enough, if I don't like playing your little man, how they like to look at it, how they start to feel after a while, they don't want to take orders, they don't want to get on this and this project, they get cute, like I don't want to do that, I'd rather do this, and I got my own way I do it, I do it myself. The option wasn't there for anybody, just get on the internet and create your own label, create a website, upload music to a site that was already existing. You basically had CDs, tapes, and that was it. There may have been an internet, but obviously it was not at the fever that it is right now. It wasn't so easy to access. And the majority of people were not on it. So basically, if you wanted to be seen, if you wanted some light, you had to come through this one avenue. I mean, how many people would you run into who are on a major label and who has the idea to put you on it and put you out? How else would your voice be heard? What other studio would you record at? And if you could record, what outlet would you put it out on? So basically, this guy had one major area, two major areas, like Richmond, California, and we'll say Louisiana, because he probably was heavily New Orleans, but other places as well in Louisiana. But everyone in that city... Everyone in that state basically had to come through this one avenue. So you couldn't get cute and not want to do that. And I do my own. It wasn't like that. You either was on no limit or not. So you didn't have the option to go record your own project. So you had to sit in the studio and wait your turn. So you had all these hungry people fighting to be seen on this one label and to impress this one guy. So you had people giving their all. You had like basically a hundred people in there between the different artists. I mean, he had so many artists between the different producers. You were hungry fighting through this one channel to get on. So it wasn't like they were the perfect soldier. It's just that they had no other way of being shine, being seen or having shine. So it had to come through this one way. Right? So they were all fueling this one machine. Not as if they all got on one page. Okay, this is what we'll do. And they all decided to comply. They had no choice. There was no internet for them. There was no other printing house that would make their CDs and put them out through a major label. No. So that to say... He could have never been Master P today. Not the Master P we know. Because the minute Prime Suspects wasn't getting the shine that Silk the Shocker was getting, the minute Kane and Abel and Soldier Slim wasn't the 
the front end of what they wanted. They're not getting to look to see murder getting. I don't have to be on see murder song, uh, two of his songs. I could put out my own album and not have to wait. Then people would have been scattered all about. I'll be my own masterpiece. I don't need no masterpiece. That's exactly what those guys would have did today. The bulk of them. Why would I play the background and be on one project every few weeks when I can put out my own thing? People would get salty and the ego was would clash. So basically, I don't think Master P ever would have been Master P had he came out today. Not that he wouldn't have the vision. Not that he wouldn't have had the money. He would have had the idea. The plan was beautiful. But at that moment in time, that's the reason that could work. If he did that now, man, them guys would be all over the place. You think they want to sit around and wait forever for their album to drop? Yeah, some people dropping two, three times before certain guys came out. A full-blooded or somebody like He came out for one album on No Limit. Maybe two. A second one I don't know about, but one, basically. So would he sit around for three years and have one album when all these other guys are coming out? His ego would get involved. Why well, I go do my own thing. There wasn't no other thing for you to do. But sit in the studio and hope you get a verse on somebody's project. And Pete distributed it well. Excellent. Perfect. He would have the CD with pictures of other people's album release coming up. So the whole inner part of the CD, the design would be this artist coming out, that artist coming out. You're going to have 20 tracks and 15 of them are going to have features. You're going to have this guy, that guy, that guy that I got coming out. We don't know what Soldier Slim sound like until the Fiend album come out that has him all over it. He's on like three different tracks because Pino Soldier Slim album coming out soon after. And Soldier Slim album going to have Fiend on it. So he was brilliant with what he did and how he did it. But it was the timing of it that made it work. See, I could find that many people. I know plenty of people who sound good. Some of them are, are better or as good as, and a lot of them are not. You're not going to find no other mystical fiend. It's not going to happen, right? But overall, throughout their whole roster, yeah, I know guys who are comparable to them. So I could basically roughly put together what I think a No Limit would have been and make it sound the same, but obviously I don't have the resources he had to that extent, but the main thing is I couldn't get everybody to sit around and wait and come out under one umbrella, pushing one name. He can leave the studio and have 50 guys pumping out material that's going under one brand, No Limit. So he can leave and do other things, do shows. He got five artists, ten artists with him on tour. And he got another 15 in the studio cranking out the hits. See, I can name plenty of guys that I know that ain't doing nothing. What you end up having is multiple guys who decided to do their own thing. I do my own thing. I don't got it. See, they got choice. And that's where they mess up. So basically what you have is 30 guys that I know and all 30 of them doing nothing, <laughs> basically. They've all effectively been booted out the game. Enough time has went by the way, just like, okay, 
You were hard-headed. It didn't work. You're effectively out of the game. You're done. You lost already. So why not now comply and get under this umbrella and play a good soldier? But it doesn't work that way. See, necessity made those guys comply back in the day. It was pure necessity. The fact that I can point the guys and know they have the ability, but the part that's confusing for them and is detrimental is that they have an option. You give a confused guy, you give an emotional guy an option, you know what he's going to do? He's going to pout. I'm not doing that. And that's what you're going to have. So I can't create a no limit. He probably can't create another no limit that had that steam. Because you can't have 30 guys all on one label at one time because somebody got to play the background. Somebody got to come off the bench. But if this is the one university in Richmond, California, the one university in basically all of New Orleans, we all know cash money rose up later and they were popping at the time P was, but not to the extent at the time he was like at a, a, a fever heat. So basically, you're not going to have all them guys on the bench today. But back then, there wasn't nothing else to do. There was no other look but then to come off that bench. It was beautiful to be a 12th man on a team who wins championships. Who's competitive for a championship. You may only play five minutes every other game. But you on TV. See. You were getting that major primetime look. Because you were on no limit. It meant something. But P couldn't do that today. Even with his vision. Even if his camp got hot again. See he knew that his star would wane to an extent. You'll have a camp where artists get hot for a little bit and they'll cool off, you know. But he bled that thing. The moment he got hot, I'm going to hit it now. I'm going to hit it hard. And he did. But he probably couldn't even restructure what he did today. So that to say timing plays a major role in anything you see happening. But to the guys around me who are effectively out of the game, it doesn't make sense. See, I can say that and you can acknowledge it, but your emotions will come into play. People think I do all the stuff I do by myself because I decided. I had to make the decision because once you start dealing with a guy's emotions, his feelings... He doesn't want to look like the little man. He'll surround himself with all these little guys so they can look up to him. So he can feel like somebody looks up to me. You're the big man in a room with guys who don't do nothing. So they'll purposely align themselves with little men and look up to him. The little men give them titles that makes it seem like they're looking up to them. Call them OGs and all that. No, 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 no. Those are just guys aligning themselves with little men to make them feel like something. So you have all those guys basically who are effectively out of the game. They're done. It doesn't have to be that way. But I can't get on the phone, though I know 50 different people who record. And she would sound good there. He would sound good here. It can't work like that. It doesn't work like that. They're stubborn. They would rather lose than take good direction. See, now I got history on my side backing that. 
It's not just theory anymore. I've watched guys losing, losing, they lost. And still, they're effectively out of the game. They can acknowledge that with me, but they still would not listen right now. And that's major. But that to say, that always was on my mind. So when you see me do stuff by myself, it's not because I prefer it. You don't think I could rent a studio for a few hours and get 10 dudes I know and get them in there recording, set up the track, there's your, your course for that one. That's my vision for that. And I can leave and do something else and know them cats is in there knocking out the work for a three-hour session, an eight-hour block. Man, I love that. And I can come back and the whole tape is done instead of knowing 50 guys who's sitting around doing nothing. Nah, my guy does this. I know this. I know him. I don't got I can do my own thing. I do my own. I do my own. It's cool to be resourceful. And have a drive. But the truth is, which we all see now, everybody ain't no leader. But the problem is, everybody ain't no good soldier. See, a lot of the things, and I touched on this before, a lot of things that make you a good leader are the things that make you a good soldier. You got to take direction. You got to value intel. You got to be able to keep your emotions in check. And I can't point to a guy like that, honestly. Truth be told. Nobody's here, so I don't have to say individuals. But as a whole, I do not know anybody like that. I can't point to one. If my life depended on it, I couldn't point to one guy like that. Who can control his emotions. You understand? I mean, that's always going to get him. That eliminates him right there. So, that to say, when you see me do the movie I'm working on now and the projects while I'm playing all the characters and I wrote it, it's just me. I got comfortable doing it that way. When I do my album that I'm going to produce all the tracks on, I got comfortable doing it that way. You don't have to rely on other people. After a while, I'm coming into more resources, but I'd rather just do it myself. I got used to doing it that way. But that's not what I tried for. But see, that's a survival thing. You got to be able to evolve. Read your forecast. Read the climate and adjust. Do not pout about the current climate. Adjust. I prefer to be able to have people working with me. I prefer, I pre- but it ain't about preference. See, after a while, I used to record with a guy. Basically, he would rather not get money than have me in there recording. Because in his mind, he can't stand I'm getting more done than him. So, he would starve rather than let me get in there. No lie. That's severe. Don't be that person. Instead of you being content that I'm bringing in $50, a week just to record. $50, $100, one hour, two hour session, something like that. Instead of you looking at it like this guy brings me money every week. Who works for who? I mean, I'm bringing you money. I'm, I'm helping keeping your doors open consistently. And you know I'm coming. You know I'm coming. I want to get in there every week. But it's the thing where after a while, it's like, okay, I built this studio. This is them saying this. Him saying this. I built this studio. You understand? I did it so I could not have to work for anybody. It was my pride thing. 
I got this. I don't have to have a nine to five. I'm doing what I love. But once you're in survival mode and you're in fear mode and you you do not want to take action. You do not want to. You feel you don't deserve it or you're afraid to take action. After a while, years pass. You're just recording now. You don't make beats anymore. You don't record yourself anymore. And now you're bitter. So I come into a place you built, a place you run, come in and get some work done. It's like, okay, that starts to rub you the wrong way. Like he's doing all the stuff I want to do in my house that I built. So basically, I can have a $10,000 in my pocket right now and be like, I got $10,000. But the truth be told, he'd rather not take the money. Nobody in particular. You understand? We'll keep it like that. But all the way back to what I'm saying. People's feelings get involved. So when they have options, they have a choice not to move. They're not going to move. So timing has a lot to do with a lot that goes on. So that to say, you may want to emulate something you've seen done before. You may think it's a great idea. You may have a good look for somebody and people around you. You do not want to snip people out of the operation if you can have them working for you. But the truth is, people will want to be you. They will want to be in your position. They envy the freedom. I know I spoke on that before. So different people will crumble for different reasons. But the main thing you want is to keep yourself afloat. I don't know if this is a wonderful example because I don't know his dealings. But people say a lot about Puffy, P. Diddy. But what he does do is he always keeps his wheels turning. His roster will come and go. For better or worse, I don't know if he's getting over or what. Because you have a lot of people bitter with him. But the truth is, what he does do, what is admirable, without me counting his money, because I don't know his situation, I do not want to know his situation. And I will not speak ill of his situation. However, he always keeps his wheels turning. He evolves. Not just by name, he's puffy and he's diddy, but he evolved. He always evolves. He keeps himself running. He does not let his dealings with specific people in his camp, their bitterness or whatever, deter him from keeping the wheels going. And that's how you got to be. You may have an idea to follow something. You've seen it work before. You would love to be able to do it. You see you have the resources for it. You have the vision for it. But your stubborn people will not move. You know what? You're going to have to drop them. What you have now is people being upset with me because I dropped them. It's not by choice. I would prefer. You think I want to do everything by myself? It doesn't make sense. Everyone around me, I paid to get them in the studio. I paid to get them on a project. I paid to get them on commercials. All of them. Everyone. Everyone. Anyone you see me deal with. All of them. So I've used my resources and any connections I had to give them all a good look. But the truth is who you see here, me. Now, obviously, there are people who look out for me constantly on a consistent basis. So I would never act like it's just me making me move. However, 
you'll have people who act like I acted funny style and all. Trust me, dog. Trust me. If you could take a good direction and you don't get emotional on me, I'm going to rock with you. Trust me. Anybody you see around me and then you don't, their emotions got the best of them. That's why they quit. And that's why I didn't. I had a guy say to me, man, straight up and down. You want some real talk? And I touched on this. People would check in with you to see if you quit. I had a guy tell me, man, I I thought you quit or something. No, you hoped I quit. And the truth is, at this point, I do this. So I can't quit. I could only retire. Think about it. Freeze this, freeze that. 